A lot of great things coming to Rock Hill. It really was the people of Rock Hill. How many things does Rock Hill have going on? And you get to be a part of that. Now it's like, wow, I wanna be there. I wanna live there. I wanna go there. It is extraordinary. The changes that have happened and what I really believe is just the next really great city in South Carolina. Hello and welcome into Rock Hill CityCast. My name is Matthew Cray. Alongside me, Ashley Studebaker. Thanks for joining us again for another ep episode as we aim to keep you informed on all things going on inside the city of Rock Hill. And instead of me introducing today's special guest, I'm just going to let you introduce yourself. So go ahead and give us your name and your official title. I am Jason Reynolds. I am the park supervisor for Cherry Park and City of Rock Hill Rocks Park Re Parks Recreation and Tourism. Awesome. Well, before we get to some more fun questions about you, we'll put you on the the hot seat, if you will, with some get to know you questions. Tell us a little bit about where you grew up and how you eventually got to the city of Rock Hill. I was born in New York. I grew up um, right outside of West Point, New York, where the military academy is. Um, was adopted by my aunt and uncle who were from this area. Uh, moved down here with them and actually uh, went to school focused on recreation at Coastal Carolina. Did my sports management degree at Winthrop. Um, did my internship here and just decided to never leave. So fast forward 22 years later, I'm still here. So one, uh, first off, why did you decide to never leave? What about Rock Hill made you want to stay? Number one, the town was growing. Uh, opportunities in the park recreation field um, are amazing here. We're always expanding, always growing. And without trying to sound too hokey, I've always worked with an excellent group of people, and it's a family atmosphere that uh, that's easy to get up to come to work every day. And you started at the city when? Was it 22 years ago? November of 2000. November wow. of 2000. And have you always had this position? When, when did you get the position you have now? I moved into the park supervisor position at Cherry four years ago. Uh, before that, I was a program coordinator, um, I've worked in the recreation. I've worked in the parks, recreation, and tourism division over my 22 <laughs> years. Um, focused mainly in programming um, and specifically sports programming. Well, clearly you like it because you've been here and you've stayed here. So that's that's really cool. Before we jump into more Cherry Park questions, and we've got a good many of them, we want to get to know a little bit more about you. So what we're going to do is we're going to put 60 seconds on the clock, and we have a list of questions for you to answer as quickly as possible rapid fire session. rapid I fire like yep <laughs> all right are you ready yes favorite type of cookie chocolate chip favorite form of exercise basketball sleep in or wake up early sleep in are you a morning person or a night person night all right coffee or tea coffee all day sweet tea or soda sweet tea Favorite thing to do after a long day at work? Hang out with my kids. What did you want to be when you were a kid? An astronaut. Favorite subject in school? Math. Push mow or ride mow the lawn? Push mow, don't be lazy. Dinner at the table or dinner in front of the TV? Table. Would you rather it be burning up outside or freezing cold? Freezing cold. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Pepsi or Coke? Coke. All right. That was bad. No, we, we still got 15 seconds, so I want you to, we'll probably go over here, but tell me something embarrassing you did as a kid. I jumped my bicycle off my elementary school roof and impaled <gasps> myself uh, oh and my spent the summer in a cast um, due to it. Um, 
I'm just old enough to remember Evil Can Evil, and I really thought I could pull it off. So that's right. hold hilarious. <laughs> we'll we'll keep the rapid fire. I have so many uh, follow up questions. <laughs> How old you were? What grade? I was nine or t- nine. The so summer not, summer you were going nine years into old. Third grade. Third grade. How did you get a bike on the roof? This is the eighties. You were not <laughs> monitored nearly as well as you say. are today. <laughs> there was so no one there. Just, is, all right, that's incredible. Um, and was it your arm or your leg or? I actually broke a bone in my hip, and I okay. broke my arm, wrist, that both bones in the bottom of my arm, the bone in the top of my arm, and my wrist all at the same time. This so, is something only Jason Reynolds where, would do. I feel. Like. Was the impalement the arm? I think that's the part I was curious about. That was the hip. That was the hip. Okay. <laughs> God. I, I don't that's think that's the best one we've had. I'm way. I'm a little uh, taken aback, not not in a bad way. I just don't know how we can recover from that. I don't think we've had that good of an answer before. Th- <laughs> yeah, that no. is the hope. When I put that question on the list, that is the hope of the kind of answer that we get from these people around the city of Absolutely. Rock Hill. Almost as good as Mike Jolly following a trail of ants when and he was like lost, six or yeah. seven and getting lost in a new city, but. Um, we'll, we'll move on now to other questions and again, try to recover from that. But you said you're the, the park supervisor at Cherry Park. What all does your job entail? Uh, mostly, uh, working with our local sports leagues and our weekend tournaments. Um, we recruit, uh, softball, baseball, um, sometimes flag football, lacrosse, soccer, um, tournaments to come and play at Cherry Park and Hargett Park. Uh, we also manage, uh, the Terry complex at Winthrop throughout the summer months, um, as an overflow site for our baseball softball tournaments. Uh, then our local leagues, um, assisting the programmers and setting those up, fundraising, finding coaches, volunteers, uh, bidding out uniforms, equipment, everything that goes into the logistics of making it happen, um, dealing with parent concerns and, and volunteer issues as they arise and making sure everything stays smooth and on the right track. So you went from programmer to now you're a supervisor. What kind of piqued your interest in supervising Cherry Park specifically? Cherry Park has been such a part of my career, it kind of feels like home. I, I mean that. Uh, I grew up and, and was a basketball guy. Um, so the fact that I somehow didn't manage to move over to the Sports and Event Center, um, uh, it, it's crazy. I just... I'm so close to so many people in the softball, baseball world um, that it felt like home and, you know, sort of just comfortable there. I know that sounds like a corny answer, but I love <laughs> yeah. the place. It's my home away from home. Mm-hmm. I honestly probably spend more time there than I do at home. So, <laughs> so you listed several uh, sports that take place over at Cherry Park. What other activities go on there? Over the years, uh, we host the Great Easter Egg Classic in partnership with uh, WRHI and the Upper Palmetto YMCA each year. Uh, we were the home of Gourmet Gardens for a long, long time. Um, we did the Kicking It For A Cause kickball tournament during Come See Me this year um, to raise funds for the Children's Attention Home. Uh, you name it, uh, we, we help with some of Charlotte Independent soccer league games as well as tournaments. Um, we stay busy. It's our field mm-hmm. chart and our event chart is different every week, always evolving. Um, things are always getting added, um, and no two days are the same. I am not a creature of monotony, so it works very well for me. So you've you talked about how you guys host these events, and I kind of knew that, but did you say that you also help recruit these events as well? So we look to fill our tournament calendar every year with thirty-five to forty dates, um, and we're trying to do the best we can to attract tournaments and events that 
put the most hotel room nights in town. We want to fill up our hotels, our restaurants. We want to give a good economic impact to the city. We want people to come to our town and, and spend money and enjoy their stay here and, and stimulate our local economy with some outside funds. Um, so that's the goal when we go out and look for these. Um, how many teams can you bring us? How many teams can you bring us from a distance? Um, and that's the goal to bring in as many as you can um, from outside in to keep all these beautiful hotels and restaurants and things we have popping up going before the indoor uh came about cherry park was kind of the place to be if you will or really maybe the biggest um the the biggest place we have here for parks recreation and tourism so how do you manage i mean you were there before the indoor so you were there when it was the place to be how do you manage such a massive place it takes a lot of hands and a lot of time and a lot of planning um you know as we are known for sports tourism and softball events and baseball events and things like that um we've got a beautiful playground that's in the shade in the summer and we are six seven thousand visitors strong a month at that playground in the summer um our trail is after the piedmont medical center trail at riverwalk we're probably the second most used trail in town um again we have the the benefits of 35 year old trees that are grown up nice and tall and it keeps things cool and it's a pretty walk in the summertime. Um, you got nature and animals right there. Um, it's just a beautiful walk and it's a mile and a half, perfect distance. Your car's always in the middle. It's an ideal setup for that. So um, keeping in mind, it's more than just ball fields uh, and, and soccer football fields. It's also trails a playground, um, two rental structures that stay busy every weekend. Um, we have an enclosed shelter and an outdoor shelter. That when I tell you the phone rings 50 times a day for availability on those, it really rings 50 times a day for availability on those. So um, we're proud of all of our wonderful amenities out there. We really are. And I guess Cherry Park was kind of the beginning and the origin of what turned into a bunch of parks here in Rock Hill, correct? The, the sports tourism story kicked off with Cherry Park. I, I like to put things in in sports terms, so they call the Groves Bowl the granddaddy of them all. Um, Cherry Park's the granddaddy of them all for our sports facilities that we have in Rock Hill. Um, came about, I think 1986 was our first full year of operation. Um, it was a big, bold move by our city council to, to take the step to move forward with it. Um, Mayor Betty Jo Ray kind of spearheaded that at the time. And uh, we became the place to be to play softball in the Southeast and then the east and you know i can't tell you how many times i've been somewhere in the country and i'm in an elevator or at a restaurant or somewhere and i've got on a cherry park t-shirt because mm. i have a thousand and fourteen hundred <laughs> of them somewhere in there and somebody walks up and goes i played ball there and you might be in florida or alabama or that last time i went home to new york somebody actually <laughs> said i've been there um so that's always kind of neat that that's you so know cool. yeah it's almost like there's always something new popping up, especially right now here in Rock Hill. But Cherry Park kind of gives, like you said, that sense of home to people here in Rock Hill. They know Cherry Park. They love Cherry Park. So when in doubt, we go to Cherry Park. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so let's let's talk about real quick uh, some of the specific things that you have there. Uh, talk, talk about the fields that you have where you host those softball games. So we have a what's called a pinwheel complex. We have five softball fields with the tower located in the middle. Um, the nice part is we have bleachers and trees spaced out between ours again. Um, you're not on top of each other. You don't have fields hitting in the fields. Um, you've got some shade. Um, your kids are always within eye shot of you so you can pay attention to what's going on around you. 
at the opposite end of the park, we have what we call multi-use fields because we can use them for football, soccer, lacrosse. Uh, we, we might even play Quidditch or something on them up there, something like that. Uh, and then, of course, right across the street from Cherry is, is Hargett, which is our, kind of our overflow complex for our, our tournaments. And there's a multi-purpose field there as well as four baseball, softball fields over there as well. So it really makes it easy when you're trying to recruit these events that you have Cherry Park, you've got four fields right across the street, and then you have access to the Winthrop fields, which are four more fields across the other street. So 13 fields in one small spot there, plus the addition of Miracle Park makes makes it a nice little pocket for baseball, softball. Yeah, and then uh, you, t- you mentioned the trail. Is it just one trail that goes around the park or are there other trails interspersed between there it is a mile and a half walking trail with some bike passing lanes in between to where you can kind of ease congestion where you don't have a bike waiting to pass you as you walk with your group Um, but it's a mile and a half loop and if if you've run there like i have i'm just going to give you a piece of advice go left Start going left <laughs> so you're running downhill on the way back. Correct. Yes. Correct. <laughs> Smart move. And that's a nice little piece of advice. If you're hearing this and you say, I want to go check out the trail, even if you're walking, go left. That's, that's <laughs> and so talk about the playgrounds a little bit. There's playground out Cherry, and I feel like some people might forget about Hargett, but there is a, a little playground at There Hargett, is a small correct, playground right? at Hargett, which, which is wonderful when you have a younger sibling or an older sibling, for that matter, um, hanging out while they're their siblings playing a game mm-hmm. uh mom and dad can kind of occupy the little one there um and it it feels like home and it's the truest form of recreation i mean you've got your son or daughter out on the baseball field your other son or daughter playing on the playground you're having a snow cone from the concession stand or a soda from the concession stand and enjoying a, a week night in the springtime i mean it's you know it's what you think about when you think about growing up so now as a park that hosts a lot of games something that I don't think a lot of people would think about is you would have to have the correct lighting in order to do so. Is that correct. difficult to keep up with? Uh, what's the lighting situation at Cherry Park? So we upgraded our lights in 2017 uh, as part of the, the park renovation. Um, it was very nice. Cherry Park got a, a little facelift and, and some some upgrades. Uh, there are different levels of sports lighting. Um, yeah. I'm going to put on my... I know too much about this kind of stuff hat right now. <laughs> That's why we brought you on um, exactly. for that hat. So you have recreation, high school, amateur. Um, we're not college lighting, but we're the step right below that. So, okay. um, which is great because when we, we do have college games played on our fields um, throughout the summer, some of the showcases and tournaments we bring in, um, uh, we'll have College of Charleston, Furman, uh, App State uh, meet and they'll play friendly games at the end of their season um, mm. uh, at Cherry Park as part of a showcase tournament we have involving high school players and it helps give them access to those teams and um, you know make a connection towards their future and hopefully a scholarship that's cool so you're outdoors obviously that comes with a few issues that might come about which is weather um, how does that you guys dump something called diamond dry can you kind of touch on like how weather affects what you guys do on a daily basis it controls our life. <laughs> <laughs> you said regretfully. Yes. I, th- there's an old stone hippo pilot song. So much depends on whether it starts off that way. And I, I think about that all the time. <laughs> um, 
every person that works at our site can probably tell you the forecast and the rain percentage chance for the next seven days. And it's one of those things where if we're worried about Friday on Monday, that's just something we don't speak of. We've mm. got we've got to give that time to adapt on the way. Um, so we use a, a product called Field Conditioner um, that you roll into a sand clay mixture uh, in your off season, and you basically. Uh, you kind of roll a protective layer into your fields. You get the composition right to where it can absorb and hold as much water as possible and still dry out. If you go too too much clay, you get real sticky and tacky. If you go with too much sand, you get a dust storm every time somebody slides in the second base. Um, and the field conditioner is almost like an absorbing agent. Um, when we get a weather event, um, we try to use pumps um, and good old-fashioned <laughs> brooms and stuff to clear puddles out. And then you come behind with a product called Turfus. And um, if you can think of it as kind of like a kitty litter compound that just mm. soaks everything up, you spread it. And, you know, um, we've had events where, hey, we've got 120 teams all from outside of 75 miles. They're staying three nights here. The show's going to go on. And you realize you moved six metric tons of product in a Saturday morning wow. yeah. in about four hours. Um, but there's a lot of pride that comes with that um, where people show up and they're thinking I thought for sure we were canceled and we made this trip for nothing and you guys rolled out the red carpet and you made the show happen so I'm very proud of that and um, that's a testament to our maintenance staff those guys work extremely hard um, and they never get enough credit for what they do. I also imagine with the number of trees that you have surrounding the trail that with with a storm comes maybe falling limbs or possibly a tree does that happen often? Correct. And we do a good job of uh, Adam Skull is our tree expert um, in the department. Um, he's a, a bona fide horticulturist. Um, it, we, we try to keep an eye on things as this one's starting to look a little liffy. We need to do some preventative maintenance and some measures on that. Um, our, our goal is to not have an uprooted situation or something snap off. Um, know if that tree's sick, know if that tree's dying. I mean, limbs are limbs. You're going to have that yeah. happen with high winds. You can't control it. But um, I will say we do try to keep a keep an eye out for the widow makers, as, mm -hmm. as you call it. You, you never want to have a situation where something like that happens on a trail. But our monitors um, who are on site, uh, they do a good job of taking the laps around the trail. And if there's a storm approaching, they'll kind of notify the public, um, hey, we, we've got a system moving our, our way. You may want to start making your way to your car because um, like everybody else you've got ear pods in and your, your head's in your phone and you're just strutting along not noticing there's a menacing thunderstorm about a mile and a half away so mm. <laughs> so um there a lot of people obviously in rock hill go to cherry park but and most people probably walk by the statue and don't really think anything of it can you what is that statue there at cherry park so Mighty Casey is the name of the statue. Um, Mighty Casey was actually the, the main character in a poem by Ernest Thayer. Uh, Casey at the bat, uh, it is, talks about the hero baseball player getting up in the bottom of the ninth you know, situation, the game's on the line. And Casey is famous for striking out. Casey struck out. So uh, it, it's kind of one of those womp, womp, womp kind of endings to, mm -hmm. to that story. Um, but... Uh, it's a message in perseverance and keep trying and 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 uh i also think that that statue i'm going to go on record and unofficially say that is the most photographed thing in all of rock hill i, mm. I really think you just have a line out in front of that every weekend with kids taking pictures in front of mighty casey um i would be willing to bet that that really might be one of the most photographed things in town do you know when that got put up how long it's been there 
that came in it was leased i believe in 1986 and uh, at the end of it was so popular that they purchased the statue and made it a permanent fixture there um so yeah that's what 36 years now wow. oh wow yeah 36 years so a lot of activity going on at the park what happens if someone gets injured what what role do you guys play in that it happens from time to time especially sports related injuries um so we have a system in place where if it's a local league or a program or a tournament um we're going to have a staff member on site responsible for what's going on with those games and and supervising it um they're going to communicate with our park monitor who is there for security efforts um obviously you're going to call 911 um we're going to come over a pa system clear the concourse um, we're going to greet our ambulance or fire department. Um, the fire station at Cherry Road by Miracle Park, those guys are fast. They get there quick. Um, it, is, it is rare somebody beats them through the, through the gates, and they're on site quickly. Um, so we greet them at the gate, and we kind of form the human chain to guide them right to the location on the field where the person's at, where they can get attention as quickly as possible. So you guys just finished up a programming season, and I'm sure it's on to the next, as well as tournaments probably a camp or two coming Mm -hmm. up and then you're right into fall which is busy time tackle football so what's up what's officially up next for cherry park up next is our summer flag football and seven on seven league um we're super proud of that one that's been really really growing um we, we get football heavy in the summer from a programming perspective because it's our time to we take a step back on the competition level in the summer. We want to keep the kids off the couch, keep them active, keep them having fun. When at the same time, we understand it's a Carolina's summer um, where it's going to be humid and a 95 degrees on average. So, um, you know, we, we dial it down a little bit um, on, on the competition level. We truly don't run a competitive league at that time. It's more about the experience and you're sort of training a little bit for tackle football season. At the same time, we've got a a free football camp coming up on June 11th. Uh, We're partnering with Northwestern High School. Coach Paige Wofford's been a a great um, partner of the program. He's on our advisory committee, um, and we've already got 175 kids signed up for that. Wow. Um, And then we have our education sessions, tackling clinic, coaches clinic. um, uh, Former Coastal Carolina coach David Bennett is coming to do our coaches clinic. Um, If you've never heard him speak, he is dynamic and he'll he'll make you laugh, cry and motivate you all in 30 minutes. Um, He is that's free, too, but he's worth the price of admission. If there was one to come see Um, that's going to take place at the Rock Hill Sports and Event Center. And the date has left my mind on that. It is in (laughs) July, uh, third week of July. That's normally our, our kickoff to the highlight of our educational session for our coaches. Um, They go through USA football training, but this is uh, this is the why we do what we do kind of charge every year. We've we've kind of bounced around this because we've learned a lot about Cherry Park, but what makes it unique compared to all the other parks that Rock Hill has? That's a tough one. Um, I, I hate to say that, but age. Um, we're we're kind of a, a proven commodity um, with newness. You know, you're seeing kind of Manchester Meadows flourish from a. I'm go with some alliteration. Flourish from a foliage perspective right now, um, mm-hmm. but. The Manchester playground's sunny and it's hot, but at the same time, in the wintertime, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. You can spend a you know a 40, 50 degree day out playing there. Um, our shade and uh, um, our mm. tree cover really goes a long way. One, it makes the park pretty. Um, you have people who are 
legitimate bird enthusiasts who come out and they love the park for that reason. Um, and at the other end of the spectrum, you have people who just want to take a casual walk and not sweat to death. So they come to Cherry Park to walk there. Um, that, and we play everything. Um, where Man Manchester is primarily uh, soccer related. Um, they do have some, they have seven on seven flag football tournament, um, beautiful synthetic turf fields to play on out there. You never get rained out on those, which is amazing. And, uh, you know, we do baseball, softball, football, soccer, and sometimes, sometimes lacrosse or flag football. And there's a week in September where we do all those in a 10-day period. So, again, a major shout-out to the maintenance staff who turns those from 200-foot fences to 300-foot fences to a soccer field to a football field for a jamboree. And that's, you know, of course, it's around Labor Day time, so you got a holiday mixed in there, too, for everybody to <laughs> to power through. But um, that's no small miracle. And uh, I've, I've actually worked in uh, for the city of Myrtle Beach um, and Fairfield County and you know, spent a little bit of time in Greenville as well. And I don't know anyone else that could pull that off. Mm -hmm. um, I really don't. It's it's a special bunch of guys. They make it happen and they say yes. It's, it's great. How has Cherry Park grown over the past 22 years? We are field-wise and everything what we've always been. Um, I think we've done a good job of uh, maintaining our own infrastructure of uh, fences get replaced, mm -hmm. uh, lighting gets replaced, um, field maintenance that needs to happen and leveling happens, um, the trails get repaved, the, the playground not only gets maintained but it gets upgraded. Um, so. It's one thing to get a good thing. It's another thing to keep a good thing. Um, and kudos to the city for supporting that and, and having the vision and planning to make that happen. And what can you tell us about what's next and hopes for the future of Cherry Park? Hopefully just bigger and better events. Um, we, we saw a little decline during the, um, the height of COVID. Um, and softball, baseball is, is starting to kind of churn back numbers are starting to rise and everything um i think uh especially in the baseball realm there was a little bit of decline in participation nationally not from us but mm -hmm. but nationally and um it's starting to pick back up everybody's getting involved again so our, our tournament numbers are rising our team participation numbers are rising um which means our our hotel our accommodations our, our restaurants are getting busier so we're kind of getting back to i don't kind of getting back to somewhat normal on the, on the numbers train I think it's important to put the info out there to these great programs that you guys have. People obviously need to register. How does one register for that? If you can remember cityofrockhill.com, uh, you can get to all of our registration information. Um, we have a very good site called Civic Rec um, that uh, it's one-stop shopping. You can go in and get your child signed up, um, sign up for emails, text alerts, um, and we still use the good old-fashioned, the coach will call you method as well. So um, it gives you a great program synopsis. It tells you when the program's scheduled, what nights it's played on, what times it, it's played on. Um, it's a good old electronic brochure with a payment portal. So <laughs> go there and sign up, please. When can people enjoy the park, the public? Uh, we are open currently from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m., seven days a week. Uh, in the winter months, which starts November 1st through the end of February, we cut the hours from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. But yeah, we are rocking and rolling uh, 16 hours a day every day right now. 
Matthew, I got to give you credit. He mentioned Coastal Carolina a few times, and, you know, you didn't, like, twitch or anything. Look, a I'm a smart man. I know when it's one on two. There's no <laughs> sense in me trying to pick a battle. So Exactly. There was no need I to I just bring had to give you props for that. Yeah. I have degrees from both. I'm a neutral party. So ah, there's one and, and a half and one and a half. One and a half. So we're even. Yeah, so we're even. There you go. All right. Sean's up. That's like uh, when people would graduate from Clemson and go to grad school at South Carolina. I'm sure oh, that's, yeah. that's strange. Um, anything else we missed or that you'd like to add? No, thank you guys for having me. I pre- appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Rock Hill City Cast. Episodes are available each week to stream on SoundCloud, Google, and Apple Podcasts. To keep up with City of Rock Hill information, follow us on social media.